ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Call a spade a spade. It was uh, it was uh, it was a very easy game for us. Very easy component or opponent for us, and uh, we just knew that we wanted to keep the axe, and we were going to do everything we could to keep it because it meant a lot to us. It meant a lot to the fans, the, the program for recruiting, all of the above. We understood what was at stake. And now, if you tell us we have the chance to play in the Big Ten title game, and all we have to do is go past, go through the Gophers. We would have put up a hundred. <laughs> we would have put up a hundred and gone for two. Ain't gone. Yeah, for right. two. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's again. I uh, I'm still having nightmares, night terrors, all of the above. <laughs> well, we could have used uh, that running back group you were a part of, Monte, against the Gophers a month ago. But nonetheless, uh, the Badgers do have a pretty good running back. His oh, yeah. name is Braille and Allen. Oh, yeah. And he's looking to get the things back on track today in the Las Vegas Bowl later tonight against Arizona State. We'll talk a little bit more about Braylon Allen's impressive freshman campaign, and we'll do it next at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day here on ESPN Wisconsin. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolls on on your Thursday morning. We're live at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton. Alex Strofe, Monte Ball, Adam Mertz. Hanging out with you, we're brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And uh, the guys were chatting in the break on something very interesting that I wanted to dive into. Braille and Allen has been maybe the team's MVP this year, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Quite the emergence for him in the second half of the season. For the true freshman, a 17-year-old doing what he did this year, absolutely unprecedented and terribly fun to watch. But the running back room didn't exactly play out as we expected this year, fellas. Ches Malusi entered camp as the number one back, and he played as the number one back until he suffered that season-ending injury, uh, the transfer from Clemson University. The expectation preseason was the number two back would be Jalen Berger, mm-hmm. who uh, didn't make it real long with the team now at Michigan State University, stays in the Big Ten announcing his transfer uh, within the last month. So interesting note there. The other guy we saw early on in the season, Isaac Arendo, suffers another season-ending injury. And then you finally get the emergence of one, Braylon Allen, who is well, maybe the freshman of the year in the country, uh, given what he did in the Wisconsin backfield this year. So overall, Marcy, I want to start with you. The, the Wisconsin backfield didn't necessarily play out the way we expected, but uh, Braylon Allen certainly a breath of fresh air towards the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, you, he basically saved the season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think that – I don't know what would happen offensively if that kid hadn't emerged. And we've talked about it so many times, you know, everyone's joking. You know, like the the uh, Barry Alvarez's grandson, the new the new, <laughs> yeah. the new reference is 17-year-old Braylon Allen. Yeah. Uh, you heard that so many times. But it really, you do have to marvel at it. It's that unusual. I mean, A, that a kid's 17 in college, and B, that he's doing what he's doing out there. Yeah. Um, I was so impressed with his poise – with his growth at that position mm-hmm. for a guy who was recruited as a safety linebacker and then uh, got put into that running back's room, um, walking in basically with one fall camp. Uh, it, it, it's wild what he was able to do. And it, uh, the bummer about watching that Minnesota game again was looking at him early on and seeing, yeah. like, he's got some he's got some injury issues mm-hmm. in his legs. He's not able to, to fire off. He's protecting himself a little bit. 
maybe that game is a different game if he's at 100 percent oh for sure i i think a completely different game right controlling the line of scrimmage obviously dominating in the trenches is what wisconsin football is all about and yeah, going back and watching that, you can tell he was kind of nursing maybe the knee, the ankle, or, or what have you. But um, wasn't the same Braylon Allen that we're, that we're familiar with. But, again, I think you nailed it, man, right? Obviously, we all understand what he's done on the field. Remarkable talent at 17 years old, but his poise, right? His poise is a really good one that I like, too. He's holding himself um, really well right answering the questions correctly in interviews and he understands that if he continues to do what he's doing and continues to get better he's gonna make sure to become one of if not the most dominant running back in, in this program well history. it's interesting you say that because yeah. you are one of the most dominant backs to ever come through the university of wisconsin i mean obviously storied history we refer to it as rbu for a reason but what he's done at 17 as yeah. mercy said i mean it, you just never seen anything quite like it like you emerge Ding. Yep. Touchdown leader. Mm-hmm. Touchdown record holder. What else we got? Uh, three three yeah. Rose Bowl appearances. Three, a Doak Walker Award. Three-time Big Ten champ, MVP of 2011. Yeah, spread yourself. Big, Go ahead. Big, <laughs> Big Ten. Um, <laughs> I was very fortunate. I had quite quite the players around me, and and, and we, we were on a mission. But I love what you were talking about, man, about, about Braylon um, earlier where – we were talking about him being 17 years old, right? So I did not emerge until my second year, which is is is, is common, right? Common common in the in, in the collegiate um, uh, system where you see these players their second year really emerge. You have that first year of film where you get to watch yourself, understand what you weren't doing correctly, understand what you were doing correctly, and try to build on top of that. And obviously, you get bigger, stronger, and faster going that second year in the program, the strength conditioning program. But to watch him do this at 17, yeah. where his body's not even close to being done growing, um, is, 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 I mean, the sky's literally the limit. Imagine this kid, year three, you guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> having two years' worth of film under his belt, understanding the systems, understanding every team, what, what defenses are going to try to do in the Big Ten. I mean, it's going to be a remarkable career if he stays healthy, keeps his head on right, and keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and he has cleared the way here, like you said, when you get that chance early on to put up some numbers. Right, right, uh, when, right. You're, when you're playing for four years like that <laughs> and getting that kind of kind of playing time, it, he's just been really impressive. And the Badgers are going to need him. Um, they're going to need a workhorse like that. He's perfectly built for this this team. We've, we've tried to pin down his style again, and it's like mm. this amalgam of all these running backs <laughs> yeah. that have come through in the past. Yeah. He's his own guy. He's his own cat. Yeah. Um, but he, he's got the he's got the the shiftiness with despite that big body size. He's got right. the, he's got the ability to lower the shoulder if he needs to, and he's not like he doesn't have breakaway speed, but he's got next to it. I he, mean, you, you saw like if he gets an open space, he can turn on the Jets. He's got that burst. It, yeah. it, it's uh. It's, it doesn't seem like it, but he does pull away. He does pull away initially, and that's actually impressive. And so, again, I think, uh, guys, uh, if I'm Gary Brown, right, the running backs coach, I am grinning ear to ear. I am licking my chops because, obviously, if he keeps doing what he's doing with this young guy, he, 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 he's, he's, he's going to be breaking some records. Monte Ball says, if I was Gary Brown, the running backs coach. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I have a note on that, and we'll dive into it next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day here on ESPN Wisconsin. ESPN Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin College Game Day were brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin as we get ready to sing Viva Las Vegas all night long as Wisconsin gets ready to take on Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl tonight, a 9.30 p.m. kickoff. Mercy, it's way past your bedtime. Are you going to record the game like like an old man? Watch it tomorrow? What's your no, plan? No, I don't have my AARP card yet. <laughs> Let me ease off a little bit. <laughs> you sure about that? Not quite? A couple more years? I'm eligible next year. Oh, good for you. Good are, for you. What are some of those perks? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I might get it. If you get, like, you know, 25 cents off a coffee and stuff like that, Ooh. that adds up over time. That does add up if you, you know, drinking, what, three a day, right? Yeah, you get the, you right? get the senior well, discount at the movies then? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, you milk this thing. Got to. You have to. Man. I love it. I love these guys. He's Adam Mertz, Monte Paul, and Alex Strofe hanging out with you until noon, getting ready for the Las Vegas Bowl. So what I say before the break, Monte Ball, if he was Gary Brown, which he almost was, is my understanding. Uh, well, let's dive into the situation. <laughs> so a couple of notes going into the Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, maybe Jeez. the biggest of them is Gary Brown, the running backs coach, did not make the trip, mm-hmm. and the University of Wisconsin making a temporary hire at the running backs coach position. Former running back Garrett Groshek uh, going to be serving as the running back coach tonight in the Las Vegas Bowl. Monte Ball, your reaction to that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, for, for me, love Garrett Groshek, love the way he ran. I mean, I remember watching him when he was early on, and I was like, who is this kid back there running hard, like a, like a Peyton Hillis or somebody back there, just aggressive, gets the ball one cut and just goes. Um, love the way that he does it. But, um, you know, I was, a little, I was a little blown back, right, that I didn't yeah. receive the phone call uh, or anything. Or, or, uh, I would have loved the opportunity, right, to travel, to, to talk to the players, right? We're in Vegas. Uh, I'm somebody who no longer drinks alcohol. All that stuff doesn't party. And I would have been able to talk to the kids about, hey, be smart, be safe, all of the above. But then obviously on the field, right? I know the running back's position like the back of my hand. I know the drills. I know the scheme, right? Coach Chris was my OC. I would have. Let's continue that conversation around the running back's coach opportunity that Monte Ball said he would have loved to receive a phone call for. Derek Groshek hired as the temporary running back's coach, which, Monte, as much as I love you, it's exciting, right? It's exciting to see an alum go in there of course i'd like it to be you but i'm pretty happy you're next to me here at paul's neighborhood bar in middleton <laughs> talking about this game uh so i guess i'll take this as well but uh no doubt i mean it's 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 interesting it's a it's a cool direction that i thought the university of wisconsin uh went to to replace gary brown who is not there because of an illness not covid related as far as we're aware uh but mercy i'm sure you saw the news earlier this week what was your reaction when you saw brown not there grow check in you know, it, I guess it's kind of a natural fit given that he was sort of, he almost had that like coach mentality the last last couple of years right. when he was playing. He just understood that offense so well and understood um, what they were trying to accomplish out there. So I thought that was, you know, like you said, a really cool opportunity. And if, you know, if Monte would have gotten the call, I would have said, let's get Garrett in here sitting next to us yeah, for, right. for the bowl game radio show, too. I think it would have been fair that way. That's true. No, I, honestly, as much as. I love to chat about myself and <laughs> wanting to have the opportunity, right? I love chatting I about you, too. I am most definitely thrilled for Groshek. I truly mean that because, um, you know, who knows which direction he's trying to go with, with, obviously, his professional career, that being with football. I don't know where he's landed. I don't know where he's at or if he's on the practice squad or, or what have you. But um, I think this is a wonderful opportunity for him to see if this is something he wants to pursue. And I think, he, I think he's going to do a great job at it. I really do. Because um, he was one of those players where 
didn't play the what was me card, uh, spread the credit, kept his head down, got the football, and just one cut and go, and just doing whatever he could for that offense and for the Badgers team when he was playing. Well, good news uh, from Las Vegas as well. Uh, Paul Chris confirmed yesterday that defensive end Matt Henningsen has joined the team. Earlier this week it was reported he had not been in Las Vegas yet. Uh, it is still a wait and see on Joe Tittman and Logan Bruss, both offensive linemen, for tonight's game. Uh, both questionable due to injury and were not in Vegas with the team, but according to both Jeff Patrikas and Evan Flood, who uh, both do a great job covering the Badgers, uh, that is still a wait and see. So looking uh, less likely as the day rolls on as we're about 12 hours which is really odd to say here as we're already on the air. 12 hours away from kickoff, uh, 9.30 p.m. tonight in the Las Vegas Bowl between Arizona State and the University of Wisconsin. So a little bit of uh, of wait and see. I mean, we've seen it across the scope of college football over the course of the last two weeks, Mertzi. COVID has been taking a real effect, but it seems like this game's looking like it'll be played as we're 12 hours out, but knock on wood because uh, we saw what happened with UCLA the other day. I, yeah, I know this has been this has been wild. You know, for everything that we went through last year in right. 2020, and just getting that season played, it makes it even more remarkable in some ways. You feel like you had you know no defense against this thing at yeah. that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and I think everyone's had this in their in their daily life as well. Um, friends, acquaintances, whatever that have have been coming down with the COVID lately. It's been going around a lot, so. Um, I know that that was on the mind of some fans in terms of whether they'd want to travel out to a bowl game, hmm. invest all that money and go to Las Vegas and then find out that day that the game's been canceled. Not that there aren't other things to do in Las Vegas to fill your time, but it is a big cash outlay. Absolutely. You know, and, and to go there and be like, oh, that, why did I show up here? That's I'd be crazy. livid. Oh, yeah. I'd be livid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, health is first, right? Well, health is obviously first, but yeah. my goodness, I, didn't even, I never really even thought about that. Um, for the fans traveling, I mean, those packages get a little pricey. And then obviously they the sure food and, yeah. and everything you need to, to to live, obviously, during during your bowl, bowl game trip is going to add up as well, too. But I think, obviously, yeah, it's just unfortunate from last year to this year. We thought we were making strides, and then we're getting into the flu season, RSV, all of the above. And I, I just, again, knock on wood, 12 hours away, hopefully we see kickoff. No doubt about it. Uh, I have a trivia question that I, I want to ask you to. Mm. We'll do it next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Give me the green light. Because I'm ready to go. Let's have a good time. What you waiting for? You only got one life. And we going to live Welcome you back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're hanging out at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton. Getting ready for the Las Vegas Bowl tonight between Wisconsin and Arizona State. I'm Alex Strofe alongside, where do we start? D3 tennis legend, <laughs> ink-stained wretch, I believe is what your Twitter yes. bio says. Yes. yes, sir. I like that a lot. <laughs> long, long time on the Badger beat. He's the great Adam Mertz. Long time, the all-time leader in points scored in the Rose Bowl. Did I say that correctly? That is correct. Yes. Wow. You're, That's you're, phenomenal. I didn't yes. even know that one. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I give him a hard time. So I, I, we <laughs> filled in this uh, this Monday on Metro Kia's Monday yeah. Night Drive alongside Derek Angler, uh, and in the in the intro of that show, it says it says uh, Rose Bowl champion Derek Angler. <laughs> so when we started the show, I said, "Well, I'm alongside a Rose Bowl champion and Derek Angler, and I'm a guy that 
I'm with a guy who tried three <laughs> times and lost every time in Montreal. Yeah. Back to back to back. That's Impressive. The sting. That's the sting. But uh, he played in three of them. And as you know, Monte Ball, touchdown machine. Um, so, yeah, he, he broke that record pretty handedly as well because he uh, played in three of them. So there you go. There's your, there's a little trivia question for you, but i got a different it. trivia question yeah. for you, fellas. As Graham Mertz looking to join a prestigious group today, only four Badgers quarterbacks have ever won back-to-back bowl games. Can you name them? Oh, man. A little college game day trivia here for you. Oh, I man. bet Mercy will nail this. He's got it. I've got it. faith yeah, in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see the gears turning back to as back. Adam Mertz stares at the nearest wall. <laughs> All right, he's got one. So I, got, I got two. I think I got two right off the bat. Go. Three. Got Daryl Bevel. Yes, you do. Go Jags. Hornybrook. Nope. Oh. Okay, then I've only got one other one. Stocko. Yep, so Daryl Bevel and John Stocko are correct. There's one earlier, I believe, earlier than Stocko, and there's one later than Stocko. Hornybrook was a good guess. That was a good guess. Hornybrook was a really good guess. Yeah, I thought... uh, Stave? Stave's on that list. One left. I was going to say, Stave for sure. I don't have the the fourth. I'm not even going to act like I do. I do not have the fourth. Mark Mark Tauscher's punching the air right now. It's got to be. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Oh, Brooks. Brooks Ballinger. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I... Graham Mertz looking to make history. Join a very prestigious group with a bull win tonight. Brooks Bollinger, Daryl Bevel, John Stocko, Joel Stave, the only Wisconsin quarterbacks... To win back-to-back bowl games, Graham Mertz looking to join them tonight with a win last year in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> now, they didn't throw mayo on Paul Chris last year, did they? No, but it's happening this year. It is. I saw that. <laughs> joking about that? Yeah. They're like, oh, they should have the Gatorade thing full of mayo. And yeah, they're, they're, they're doing, doing, that. doing it they're this doing year. It. That is so nasty. So gross. How's that going to feel in your eyes? So let me ask oh. this, because I saw that there was the, the Smoothie King Bowl last week. And they threw a uh, they threw a smoothie on Brady Hoke after they uh, San Diego State won. Now, a smoothie's better than mayonnaise, right? Absolutely. But it's still nasty. Like that's really sticky. <laughs> Your face <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> it doesn't, I'm, I'm not I'm not feeling good as I'm thinking through this experience. Yeah, right. Like you said, you, you have to put on like the the goggles you know, ahead of time. You 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 have to for the mayo, right? I mean, obviously, sure. if, if, if it's just a strawberry smoothie, right? If it's just natural, yeah. your body's obviously going to be okay with that being uh, going through your eyeballs. That might be, the, that nose, might be an all-time Mertz line right there. I'm not feeling well I'm as not, I think through this. I'm not feeling well. But. The mayo, man. That'd be like having like brew cream in your hair or Ugh. something like that. You could never get that out. But imagine think, having some chicken sandwiches that's right there on hand, though. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be so good. Just have a tray of chicken sandwiches. It'd be so good. Oh, man. That's, that's so funny. How's it going to come out? It's kind of goopy. 
That's going to hurt. They're going to have to pound the bottom of the jar. Yeah, shake the Gatorade tin as they watch it just kind of slowly slide out and onto the back of the winning head coach. Or here you go. They're going to water it down. I don't know. That's even that's nastier, right? The Battle of Carolinas in the Duke's Mayo Bowl this year. North Carolina takes on South Carolina in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That game kicking off at 11.30 this morning, or 10.30 our time, I should say, this morning. Pretty wild, pretty wild. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a little sad Paul Chris didn't get that mayo bath, but uh, maybe he'll get showered in poker chips tonight. I mean, what the, what's what's the Las Vegas Bowl uh, known for? What bath is he getting? So I saw <laughs> that the, like the sponsor is SRS Distribution. Yeah, okay. that's correct. So I, is that like trucking? I, I, I don't no, know. I didn't do my research on that one. No, I didn't either. I don't know. I'm not not, not familiar. But if he does get showered in poker chips, I'm going to have to give him a call. <laughs> hey, Polly, look a brother up with a couple hundo, huh? Oh, man, I was at the casino last night, actually. Once Were you? Day. Yeah, man. Flash your W's. It's game day, Wisconsin. David Gilroy from the three. Best college football town in the world. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We are live from the greatest college football town in the world. Well, just outside of it, I should say. We're up in Middleton at Paul's Neighborhood Bar <laughs> hanging out with you, getting ready for the Las Vegas Bowl between Wisconsin and Arizona State. I'm Alex Strofe alongside... The great Monte Ball and the great Adam Mertz as we get ready to sing Viva Las Vegas. Have you been listening to Elvis Presley, Mertzy? There was a Blue Christmas playing <laughs> on my car ride down to Ohio to see the in-laws, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, my daughters love that song. Do you love that song? You know, it's not bad. <laughs> I, I can go for it. Yeah, right. absolutely. What's your favorite favorite Christmas song? Ooh, oh, my goodness. That's got to be that's got to be Bing. That's got to be I'm Dreaming of a Wake. Oh, yellow okay. Bing Crosby. Okay. Uh, Monte, what about you? What's your favorite Christmas song? Well, uh, ooh, my favorite Christmas. I got. I, you know, I'm not really much of a Christmas song guy, although I, I like them. I guess I just got to be really basic here and go with Mariah Carey. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, it's, it's just How such, can't you? It's such an icon song. And I think once you hear that, you just you think of your family. You think of the gifts. You think of the white Christmas, the tree, all of the above. So got got to go with that one. I don't want a lot of Christmas. <laughs> and I got something else for you fellas, and I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to embarrass myself Oh, you don't want here. me to sing anymore? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Got I'm going to embarrass myself here. Uh, so, trivia question. Oh, here A couple we go. weeks ago, it was just a name, an Elvis Presley song, and I could not name one. None. Not one. Hound Dog? Couldn't name one. I was on the clock, right? So the pressure was there. Uh, should I leave now? So wait, should, should so I take wait, my headset off and leave? No, we, need, <laughs> we need to explore this a little bit more. So yeah. the, you you know the songs, you're just not sure what they're yes. called? Yes, there you go. What the yes. title is? Yeah, so okay. it was a, this game okay. called, I forgot what the game is called, but you have to hurry up quickly. And yeah. You get a card, I get a card, and yeah. there's a topic on yours, right? Yep. And their topic, it, it just said Elvis Presley, and I had to name a song. And I was like, right. uh, I, I started singing songs, but I was like, right. oh, what is it <laughs> called? Couldn't get to the chorus. Right, so uh, I... 
you know, obviously respect the man. And uh, viva Las Vegas, you guys. Viva, indeed. <laughs> viva Las Vegas. The SR. Mm. Leads the, the fighting Sun Devils. So, I mean, I know they're not fighting, but it is the Sun Devils, right? Of the Arizona State uh, to take on the Wisconsin Badgers. SRS Distribution Inc. consists of a family of industry-leading independent roofing distributors. Is what that is? Yeah. So, so we're gonna throw like roofing tiles. Gonna... Oh, maybe that's what we'll shower Paul yeah. Christ with after the game. Yeah. Giving out uh, insurance. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a... I love it. Uh, this is the beauty about bowl games, right, man? You, you you really you tap into the different ads, right? It's a different team, different conference. Don't really know much about the players, all of the above, and it's just an exciting time just to be nosy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I love this opponent. I mean, uh, in terms of like pack, playing the Pac-12, uh, something different that you right. don't see all the time. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I know we we want to talk at some point here about whether any of these games are worth anything. Mm. And, and uh, why should you watch and that kind of thing? And frankly, it's been kind of a dull bowl season so far. It has. So I mean, I get it, but it, to me, it's college football, and it's 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 bonus time. Any any extra game as fans, oh, we, yeah. we, we love it. Yep. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, look, like I, I I think what gets lost in the shuffle is the hard work it takes to get here, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's not automatic you get a bowl game, and I've heard. Uh, people on on these stations, Jim Rutledge, my buddy, being one of them, who thinks this is kind of a meaningless bowl game. I just don't agree with that. And uh, Monte, I know we talked about it the other night with with Derek Angler and Tarek Sala on Metro Kia's Monday and Thursday Night Drive, which you hear on ESPN Madison. This does mean something to those players, even though it's not the Rose Bowl, even though they didn't get to the Big Ten Championship game, even though they're not qualifying for the college football playoff, this is still a meaningful experience, and it helps the growth leading into next year. It does. I, I, meaningless is a, is a very strong word uh, to use um, for, for a game like this. It means a lot for the program. You're playing a different team, different conference, right? You get to showcase, even in a different state, different city, different county, what Wisconsin Badgers football is about, who we are. Because for myself, someone who lived in Missouri, only a couple states away from Madison, Wisconsin, I had no idea who the Badgers were. I really didn't. I had to hop on Google as soon as I received the offer and figure out what the program is about, who they are, and all of the above. So I can only imagine being in Arizona or being in Nevada or being in Cali, right? And so this is awesome for the program to get on TV, another opportunity to show what this team can do and what they're about. Great point. Mercy? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I was just laughing because you're talking about being in Missouri and not knowing where stuff is. Right, right. Every time I go to Ohio, they're like, how cold, how cold is it up there? And I'm like, you know, about five degrees colder than it is here. You know, like, people can't point out Wisconsin on a map. We're in Ohio in the same conference. So, I mean, I think it is important to get out there. Right? You know, and I know that there's a lot of talk about this is a springboard into next season. I don't, I don't necessarily buy the springboard talk. I feel like it's a capstone on the current season. Yeah, yeah. But I do appreciate what it does for the player development. These four weeks of bowl practices, getting mm. some of those younger guys a lot of reps, getting them ready for the next year, and I think that's the most meaningful thing. If you're not playing for something in, in particular, I think that's the most meaningful thing about it, is developing guys for next year. It is, yeah. And, and as we as we talk about getting any opportunity, any extra game is 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 a is a privilege. First off, obviously you worked hard for it, but it's not easy, especially in a Power Five conference, to win six, seven, eight games. And especially in the Big Ten. Big Ten is a very powerful, very smash-mouth conference. And I just think any opportunity you get 
to get back on TV, to get back on stage, to get back out in front of the fans and play is a plus. Well, and you know, in this one, I know that the Las Vegas Bowl is not, you know, this grand right. stage or whatnot, but you're playing in one of the coolest NFL stadiums that's out there. Easily. If not the coolest. Easily. In terms of what they've done out there at the, at the uh, Allegiant. It, I mean, awesome. it's fantastic. Yeah. It's a fantastic. kind of looks like one of those floor vacuums, though, doesn't it? That automatically drives <laughs> the itself. The Roomba. Yeah, yeah. The Roomba It, it, it yeah. looks like the Allegiant Stadium does look like it a Roomba. exactly Absolutely. like that. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I, it, I, I love what you said, Mertz. Again, man, uh, Mertzia is, is about the... The experience. When I think back, although we lost the Rose Bowl games, I still think about that entire week, how much fun it was. Yeah. Right? Just to be in a different state, different environment with, with your roommates or with, with your classmates. I mean, obviously, they're your teammates as well, and just living in the moment. That's just what it's all about is living in the moment because even if you do get the opportunity to play at the next level, which most don't, you still think back on the camaraderie that you, that you built. Those three to four years in college with your teammates, and obviously it's just a it's just a remarkable experience to get the opportunity to travel and play again. Well, I was just thinking about it from the players' experience when you're talking this through. I mean, during the regular season, you're flying to a game on a Friday. Right. You're locked in a hotel room. It's Such not like grind. you're going out and sightseeing in East Lansing. No. So, I mean, you're there to play football, and that's it. This is a different environment. You get to let, let your hair down a little bit. Um, like you said, experience life. Yeah, Enjoy yeah. some of the spectacle that all the fans and the rest of us get to see that you never did. Exactly. Yeah, you get a couple nights. Uh, I'm not sure what they're doing now, but we, we had a couple nights of no curfew. Um, we were smart. We were safe. All of the say, above. Oh boy. Yeah. Safe, yeah. That, that sounds like a blast. <laughs> all, all of the above. We weren't 21, so there's not really much we could do. Fair. But But um, it was still fun. Just to, again, you're, you're just you're 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 just bathing in the fruition of all that you wanted to happen when you when you put the helmet on game one or, or first practice going into you know uh excuse me uh training camp and so this is what you work for to get the opportunity to play again and so meaningless is a strong word i will respectfully di- uh disagree with relish on that one good i'm glad yeah 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 uh, <laughs> I, do, I do that every day so it's good to hear somebody else do that uh here on espn wisconsin college game damn alex strove alongside monte week so far because you know why not it hasn't been going well i'll admit both seasons hard man but oh. um I was, I was i was wondering about that i was going to ask you especially with like the the covid situation mm-hmm. with guys opting oh, out yeah. of games you know i mean i am in a pool i'm not betting individual games but like man i would have done a different i would have picked the other team if i knew that True. x was going to happen they so should I can only imagine stroke for how you trying to battle that uh, i'm battling i'm battling I'm, I'm staying in there i'm taking some punches I'm, I'm trying to throw some back but uh you know what day is it today wednesday thursday Thursday. okay so i think monday went well tuesday and wednesday not so much we got to throw some haymakers on this thursday <laughs> stay in the ring stay in the bout uh but we'll do our best but yes yeah, some opt-outs indeed as arizona state uh had quite a few opt-outs most notably yeah. their 1001 1000 yard rusher Rashad White mm-hmm. out of this game top two cornerbacks Chase Lucas and Jack Jones opting out of this game their top linebacker and second leading tackler on the team Darian Butler opts out so uh, when I read that top two cornerbacks second leading tackler out of this game for Arizona State Braylon Allen's gonna have a field day baby a field day I I Oh my gosh, I love Herm Edwards so much. But it, man, man are you are you angry? Are you upset? Are you you know smiling but just frustrated behind that smile? Because you have a good amount of your starters, your playmakers that are opted out to play, and, and it's just obviously it's not fortunate for them. But obviously with Braylon Allen, this kid is going to light it up. 
I'm looking for 250 at least Ooh. from him. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm going high. I'm going high on this one because I hopefully Coach Chris, Rudy, just ride him out this game, get this win, right, and uh, prepare for next year. But a lot of players are not playing. Yeah, a lot it, was, not. it was interesting to see some of the Badger comments this week yeah. where that's just not the identity of that Wisconsin program. That they couldn't, it was almost like some of them couldn't fathom not playing in this game. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they're at a different point in their careers, and it was always, you know, there's always that caveat of, hey, man, everyone's got to make their own choices, and right. it makes sense for some people. And of if, course. If you're going to another school, like they had guys leaving for the transfer portal, like, yeah. I see where you're not going to play in this game. You've already announced your intention. Like, I'm leaving. I'm not going right. to put on two hats. You know, you can't, you can't do that. But, um, it, 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 it does say something. And I guess I love that old school throwback of like, we're here to play football and, and the season's not over. Uh, it's, that's, that's what we've been, we've been ringing that bell all week. It, it's, um, I always say that I'm a little bit more old school. I'm not, I'm not old yet, but I, 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 that mentality, that ideology of, you know, throwing dirt on it. I, I signed up for it, so I'm not going to run out on you guys. I'm going to play. I'm not going to worry about getting injured. Uh, if you worry about getting injured, you might play a little timid, and that's where you do get injured or when you get injured. And so I just think that just having the opportunity to play again, play, play, because we see the percentages of those who get the opportunity to go to the next level. It is very rare. It's it's almost impossible. Um, and so just get the opportunity to play, live it up, do well, and just, just, just finish out your career the right way with your team. Yes, yeah, so let me ask you this then, Monte. I mean, was there ever a thought of not going to that last bowl game for you, or was it, was that never even a question? Uh, it, it was it was a thought, of course. Had a, had a great conversation with um, my agent, but I was about when the, when we got the opportunity to play, I was already like seventy five percent in, or more like eighty five percent in, excuse me. And then had the conversation with him, and then I immediately went to one hundred percent. So it, it really was an easy decision for me. Can, can so, I ask what that conversation was like? I absolutely. Mean, what, what, yeah. What 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 did you mull over? I mean, the possibility of it. Shout out to Molly Brown producing our program today. Shout out Molly. We're all bopping our heads here at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton. What a great song. TSPN Wisconsin College Game Day getting you ready for the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. How'd I do that? Well, I get it. Thank you, Mertzi. Thank you. He's Adam Mertz, Monte Ball. I'm Alex Strofe. Hanging out with you till noon, getting ready for the Las Vegas Bowl. Here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, and before our break, Montana, I want to dive back into that point a bit. Yeah, is is your decision, and and obviously, as we talked about, right? Every player has a decision when it comes to the bowl game. Mm. If they're going to be a top ten pick, if they're going to the next level, you know, they might opt out of this bowl game. But you said it was never really an option for you. You talked it over, but uh, it was an opportunity to get more film, maybe bump up your draft stock, as you were a guy that was a surefire NFL player in your final year at Wisconsin. So I th- yeah. thought you had some really interesting insight there. Yeah, and uh, Mercy kind of touched on it where it's like, as a player, you know, you, you've been talking to your agent, your agent's been talking to scouts. You kind of have an idea of where you should fall in a draft or if you're going to go undrafted. Uh, but for me, the process went something like this where obviously we were – Awarded the opportunity to play in the Big Ten Championship game. We dominated, and then we had the chance to play against Stanford in the Rose Bowl. Well, those two to three weeks, four weeks leading up to the game, um, had long conversations with my agent, right? 
about what my decision is going to be to play or, or if I'm going to choose to, what have you. And for me, it was a really sure thing that I was going to play and compete with my team because I wanted the opportunity to compete again in the Rose Bowl game, yeah. go out to Pasadena, support the team. And also I, I shared it with my teammates as well where, hey, I signed up for this to come back my senior year, so I'm not going to opt out of the last game and leave everybody hanging, um, knowing that we were a heavy run team, of course. So for me, it was a, it was a sure thing. I, I looked my agent in the face and said, I'm playing. Um, it's what I deserve. It's what this team deserves, and, and we're going to go out there and try to get it done. Did, did the fact that it was the Rose Bowl play a factor of in course. that? Or was it, if you would have been in the Music City Bowl or something like that, would that have changed the, the calculus on that decision? That's a, yeah, man, that's Hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think no matter what, just knowing my mindset, how I was, I would have played no matter what. Um, yep. Because I, I understood the the just the importance of being able to wear the Motion W one last time, um, one final time. I think if I'm 60 years old, 70 years old, and if I would have opted out, I, I would be regretting it, right? Although my final game would have been against Nebraska in the Big Ten Championship game, quite the performance from, from the entire team. But I still would have been like, man, that could have been my final chance of playing in whatever bowl game it could have been, right? I, I left I left a little bit out there. So I wanted to get all the meat off the bone that I could. <laughs> that, <laughs> is, that is such fascinating, uh, fascinating insight. And if you had the word uh, calculus on your <laughs> Wisconsin College game day bingo card, you can now mark that off as Mertzi somehow <laughs> fit, fit the word calculus into a question. Yeah, well done, Mertz. You've got a huge vocabulary, dude. Yeah, hey, hey, you know, you got to bust this out every once in a while. you, you got to sound a little bit smarter than you are, right? You start throwing <laughs> right. out math terms or whatever. You got me PTSD, dude. I started sweating as soon as you said that word. Like, Flashbacks. I, I, I came to Flashbacks. college, and I, I was fortunate. To, I didn't have to take actual math courses. I had to take, like, I don't know, philosophy, whatever it was. Yeah. It was similar to math, but not, you know, ones and philosophy, twos. Math. And I was like, thank goodness, because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, your boy at math is not the greatest. Yeah, me neither, Mark. Like, if hey, neither, if this Mark. makes you feel any better, like I did a, I got, I was actually okay in math and science in high school, but I got burned out on it. Mm. Just burned out. And when going into journalism, you have an option for a BA rather than a BS <laughs> with the arts rather than sciences. So my math or my, my science credit was yeah, yeah. on physics for poets. It was this class at UW. Physics for physics poets? Physics for poets. So it was all for people who were more like the BA track, and it wasn't the hard science. Yeah. It was talking about more like you. you know situational physics in well, life and things like that. And so that that was so we're in the same page. We are, we're man. In the same I love that. Well, speaking of poets, Mertzi, I actually wrote a poem today, and we're gonna hear it in the third oh. hour, in the eleven o'clock hour. That's I have tease. I have a poem about the Las Vegas Bowl okay. that I would like to read for you guys in the eleven o'clock hour. So we'll do that a bit later here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. <laughs> Is it poem or poem? How do you say that word? Uh, tomato, tomato. Yeah. I guess I say poem. Okay. so you, okay. I, do have poem. The e. I do have the E in there. Same. Poem. Poem. So you got some Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe going on. Did you, did, poem. Did, did you tap into that mindset? And What is it? What is it? A haiku or what is it? Eight lines? 16 lines? I don't, even, I don't know. That's as far as my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I will just say the first line of the poem is roses are red. Ah, okay. So there's your tease. We'll do that in the 11 o'clock hour. I uh, want to continue the conversation around some of the opt-outs and some of the uh, the situations going on for Arizona State. As a reminder, their top two running backs both out, including their 1,000-yard rusher this year, Rashad White. Their top two cornerbacks, Chase Lucas, Jack Jones, opt out, opt out of this game, as well as their top linebacker, Darian Butler, opting out 
of this game as well. So shorthanded defensively, especially for Herm Edwards' group, which uh, which should result in a pretty good day for the Badgers' offense, who could certainly use a, um, a, a good day on all sides, right? Passing, rushing, uh, throughout, right? I mean, this could be a really big game for the confidence of Graham Mertz, who's had kind of a roller coaster season. So, uh, I mean, you're, you're looking for Mertz to really lead this offense today, aren't you, uh, illegitimate Uncle Mertz? <laughs> I, I guess I'm probably more on Monte of this is a, this is a Braylon Allen show. Um, I really feel like it's got to be a run first, run heavy. And it, Arizona State does have a pretty decent defensive line. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I'll say is my my concern, if there's a concern about getting that ground game going, like given the, the uh, upset on the Wisconsin offensive line here, potentially without having Logan Bruss in, without having uh, you know out at right tackle and Joe Tipman at center, I mean, there could be some playing around there in pieces. We'll see how that offensive line performs against this defensive line. But um, the fact that, Arizona State's weakened at the cornerback position like that. It it makes them um, have to overcommit, uh, maybe a little more help, maybe a little more safety help. Um, So if Braylon gets through that first line of defense, you've got to like his odds. Yeah. I mean, lower lower safety help is is, is a given. They have to do that uh, because they they know what we're going to try to do today. Again, establish the run early. He's had enough time to heal up, get his legs fresh, and I think we just have to ride Allen to the promised land. Get Mertz his second bowl game. Get him on that trivia list right there. And, again, just something great for the program. But, but honestly, with this Badgers program, I think we will take any bone that we can get, right? It's unfortunate that the players are opting out. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see a full, you know, team of Arizona State versus this Badgers team to kind of gauge where we're at. But, unfortunately, right now it's looking like we're favored, and uh, we're going to run with that. Take it. We're going to run with that. Exactly. No, absolutely. Use them to your advantage, right? And and, I mean, to go up against a coach like Herm Edwards, like, there's some high profile college coaches, but Herm Edwards might be the biggest profile behind maybe like Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney. He's right up there given his history. So I think as a player, I I don't know if you pay attention to that as a player, Monte, who maybe who the opposing head coach is, but. I, I don't know if I was a if I was a kid and maybe I'm just wired different on the on this Badgers team. They got to be excited to play a guy like Herm Edwards at the helm. Again, it's 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 a bowl game experience that we've been talking about. Getting the opportunity to play in a different team, a, a team with a di- in a different conference, different environment, different people watching, different markets. Yes, yeah. of course the players pay attention to that. I and mean, then again, you got a you got a couple weeks leading up to the game to talk about the X's and O's, talk about the staff, talk about all of that, and. And, of course, Herm Edwards is Herm Edwards. These players know who they're going to be playing in front of, and obviously hopefully the Badgers come out on top and and, and just do what we're supposed to do. Just do what we're supposed to do. Sorry. I got a little emotional there. Yeah, you're getting fired up. That's because I just want for us to do what we're supposed to do, right? (laughs) Just dominate the ground game. Just dominate it. And that's going to take a lot of pressure off of Mertz. He'll get the opportunity to showcase, maybe get a little comfortable leading into next year. I just I get so frustrated because we have the players, we have the talent. We just need it to stick. <laughs> All right. Again, we, we don't finish out on top in the conference. We had the opportunity to play for that opportunity, um, but fell short of Minnesota. And it's like, okay, that stings, but let's not lose again. Let's not lose again. Wow. So, sorry. <laughs> don't, don't apologize. Like, wow. That was fantastic. I'm all fired up right now. Come Remember, on, man. That's just pure emotion 
from uh, the all-time touchdown leader, Monte Ball, right there for his boys in the Cardinal and White. He's all amped up for the SRS <laughs> distribution Las Vegas Bowl in Las Vegas. The Badgers going to go in there and battle with Herm Edwards, Arizona State. Oh, Monte Ball's got me ready to strap up, baby. I'm good to go right now, man. I thought you, I thought you were going to channel your inner Herm Edwards there and say you play to win you play the game. to win the game. You play to win the game. And that's what I want to see uh, from top to bottom, from coaching staff to, to kicker to water girl and boy, you play to win <laughs> the game. Don't play conservative. It's not my job right. to stop scoring. It's your job to stop me from scoring. So we're full tilt until that bad boy hits zero. Literally. Don't care. We're putting up 100 if we have to. That's see, what I want to see. If uh, only there was an interview process for that uh, interim running back. I was just about to say, you think, you think Garrett Groshek's <laughs> giving that pep talk? Because I don't know, man. That's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're hanging out with you from Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton. What a terrific spot. I saw uh, Mercy Wolf down a omelet in about three so bites on one of our commercial so breaks. So uh, fantastic crowd out here. Uh, so if you're in the Madison area, come hang out with us. We're hanging out here till noon, uh, getting ready for the Las Vegas Bowl, the first game of the day, kicking off shortly uh, here. As uh, as uh, It's bowl games all day today, man. It's what it's about. Like you said, you were asking before, what day is it? Um, that's what this week is about. Right. Uh, just tune in, turn on, and forget the calendar. So true. Think, it is, it's bowl season. I think the only reason I know what day it is this week is because I've, I've filled in on Scalzo and Brust a few times, so I've been able to yell, happy whatever day it is, like Greg Scalzo always does. So I think that's kept my uh, inner calendar uh, in check, but yeah, I'm all thrown off. It's a, it's a we- one of those weird weeks uh, of the year where just have no idea what's going on. But I got a question for you, yeah, fellas. Hit us, right? Uh, I, from from a player standpoint, right? We're we're always interested of, of hearing from the fans about their bowl experiences. Um, if you if you guys have been to one, I, you I know you have, Mercy. Of course, you you've been to a few, and I kind of just want to hear, man. Like what what what? Obviously, Rose Bowl experiences. What is what is that like for for the fans? I, I want to hear from an actual fan like yourself, someone who's been involved, heavily involved in the Badgers program, uh, just an awesome scribe for so long. What is that like, man? I love that word. What scribe. is that? Scribe. Yeah, scribe, man. What is that like? So um, it's a spectacle. And and the thing that I always liked about it, and I've never gone to a game as a pure fan, Yeah, a bowl game true. as a pure fan, but I came close a couple of times. The, the Rose Bowl in 94, I was doing a little bit of work, but not a bunch. Hall of Fame Bowl the year after in Tampa, but... Um, even being a part of the media and having to work pretty heavily during these games, um, you get access and exposure to yeah. the players like you don't get during the regular season. And I think that's the thing that I liked about it the most. And, and, and you have a chance to talk to the other team at length. Right. You know, Usually that's a teleconference or something along those lines. But you get a chance to have a you know, conversation with Chip Kelly, say, you know, going against you for the Rose Bowl and listening to him talk or any of those guys from, from Oregon. Uh, it, I got a story about Chip. I can't wait to hear that. But um, it's it's a spectacle. I mean, obviously the Rose Bowl, the setting there, yeah. Environment. I think that Barry Alvarez deserves a lot of credit for that. Mm. Obviously for the wins, but just sort of the mentality of going to these bowl games. A, like you said, plan to win. This yep. is you know Wisconsin football. You go to win the bowl game. This isn't just a vacation, but but asking everyone to take it all in yep. and absorb it. All the festivities, all the goofy, you know, eating contests and whatnot that you have before the games. Um, it's just, it's a fun time. It's it a is. fun time, whereas, like, during the regular season, it feels a lot more like business, like all business. Yeah, very, very true. Uh, and that's 
what I talked about earlier, that experience. We still, right now, in our group chats, we'll talk about some experiences that we had in Pasadena prior to the game, right? Just going to the mall with the stipend that they gave us, right? And just walking around, just being kids, right? Like it was Christmas every single day. It really was. Because a lot of us obviously were pulled away from our families yep. uh, when we travel out there. And so that is family. That Those are our moments with our family Definitely. during the holiday season. So, I mean, it's it's... I hope that the players opting out are making the right decision. I hope they're comfortable with their decision. But uh, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a I'm going to stick it out and grind it out with my guys. You know, there's, there's one more element to this that yeah. I wanted to mention to you, too. Like, when you show up at these at these bowl games, you wind up, you know, obviously you see people in Wisconsin here. Yeah, yeah. And you just sort of start talking. And you get these random conversations or you'll see old friends that you haven't seen for 20 years. Yep. Um, like, hey, are you going to Orlando? Hey, are you going to be in Pasadena? That type of thing. So there's a lot of, like, this reunion factor and alumni factor that goes into it where um, it, it's, it's a cool experience. And you're yeah. doing it together, you know, outside of Camp Randall. I remember, like, the first, <laughs> the first Rose Bowl in 94, you had no idea what to expect yeah. when you're going in there and you walk into the stadium and it's 70%. Badger fans against UCLA in their backyard in their, at their home stadium, yeah. and it was you know got called Camp Randall West, and you're just like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm a part of this experience. I agree with you. I think Alvarez deserves a lot of credit for that. Absolutely, absolutely. And a quick little story about Chip Kelly. Um, Here we go. Still annoyed with him. Oh, he's so he's so petty. I respect the heck out of him, by the way. But uh, you know, joking a little bit. He's so petty. So you know, uh, Rose Bowl, right? The starters, the captains, the captains go to uh, Disneyland. Right? Uh, it was us, like five of us and five Oregon players. He goes around and meets all of us. He calls me Marty. Like, you know my name. He did that on purpose. Yeah, I was like, you know my name. You're the head coach of the other team. You know my name. Called me Marty. Oh, thank you. Like, thank you for the ammo, Chip. Thank you for the ammo. I'm Alex Strope hanging out with Adam Mertz and Marty Ball here on ESPN Wisconsin. College game day. We're live at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton until noon. Marty, that is so good. Called every other player their right name. Yeah. yeah. And then got to me and called me Marty. I'm like, come on. Come on. But, hey, maybe it worked. Maybe it got in my head. Yeah, uh, right. You know, but uh, fun. that was a funny story. But, again, just talking about oh, that experience, so good. right, we still talk about those moments, man. We really, really do. And a lot of the guys in this group chat have had the opportunity of playing at the next level, share a little bit of stories about the NFL, but a majority of our stories are obviously at Wisconsin playing side-by-side -side with each other. And so, again, this opportunity to play again is an opportunity that players should not just overlook. Totally. Totally. That is uh, that is fascinating stuff there from, I call you Marty or Monte now. I'm not confused. What's your name again? Here we go. When I, when, I, when I mentioned that my name is actually pronounced Monte, that took off. Hopefully this doesn't. Now, now, now he changed his name to Marty. Marte. Marte. Ooh. Mar Marte. Marte. Ooh, I like that. Marte. When the sun goes down, yeah. We're welcome back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're brewed by Coors Live, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, live at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton. Alex Strope alongside Adam Mertz and former Wisconsin running back Marty Ball as we get ready for the SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. No. Marty. I know. I Chip Kelly, I, I, man. I told you, I, I, I was a little hesitant of sharing. 
because now I'm going to be cold. You know morning. I'm going to run with that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. that should be the most obvious thing. I mean, that is that is low-hanging fruit for me, that dude, is. and I'll take that every day of the week. Ship. Urban Meyer did something. Not Urban Meyer. No. Would have been Urban? No, no, no. No, never mind. I'm, 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 I'm crossing stories here. But, yeah, it was Chip. Chip's on my on my naughty list, right? Somewhere Still. Chip is smiling, hearing the yeah, one right. comment nine years later, 12, ten years later. That was the only time we've ever talked to each other, right? And it's just a simple introduction. Uh-huh. I'm talking less than two seconds. Marty. <laughs> that stuck with you. Yeah, man. How'd just, you play in that game? Uh, uh, pretty well, I, right? I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I played pretty well in that, that Oregon game, but uh, we still fell short. Uh, but, yeah, man, you know, you go in my room right now, I got a Chip Kelly dartboard. Um, you know, his eyes are crossed out. Good. I'm throwing darts at Good. <laughs> no, Laces out. <laughs> Laces out. Good. Exactly. But uh, I want to I I hear some stories, man, some, some, some Rolls Bowl stories uh, of you. Uh, of, of, obviously, some PG ones. I'm, I'm sure all yours are PG. But how was it, man? I'm really interested in hearing how it was for how it is for fans. Like how that is, because you got the parade, you got the Lowry's Bowl um, eating contest that we do, uh, and and I feel like we talk a lot about it from the player standpoint, but like for the fans, that that's got to be amazing. Yeah, and and you mentioned a little bit. I mean, hey, just the warm weather getting yeah. out of Wisconsin this time of year. But the that what sticks with me is um, I'm of that age now, 49, where I was in college. And I was, it was my senior year. Yeah. It was the first year that the Badgers went to the Rose Bowl since 1963, since our friend Pat Richard was playing. That's right. I mean, it was, it's hard to explain what that experience was like right. because Badger football, there were some great years in there for sure, but more or less it was, it was kind of a wasteland in terms mm. of you know something to hang your hat on. The best, the best game in school history was the loss to USC yeah. in the 1963 Rose Bowl. You know, that tells you where you were at. And so I remember even camping out for tickets because i had two roommates who were walk-ons on the team okay we're like we're going to that game we're going to go hang out and see them phil chavez and chris kennedy um and uh we camped out in the bowels of camp randall stadium overnight waiting to get tickets to that game wow yeah, that's, uh, that's because a- it, because there was such demand like if yeah. you didn't get in line now we might have ducked over to the stadium bar and just left a blanket there, reserving our space <laughs> for smart, a little while. Smart, But, I mean, we slept overnight in, like, 40-degree, you know, concourse Dude, area inside the Randall Stadium. And you get out to California, and you just cannot believe what's happening. Right. Now, I think that, obviously, you take stuff for granted as a Badger fan. You're in a bowl game, like, every year. Right. Um, it's not a small amount of money to go do it. Uh, on a year like this, if you're someone who's accustomed to going to bigger bowl games, maybe even feels like a little bit like kind of going through the motions. I don't know. Um, but I know back then for sure it was like, I cannot believe this is happening to our program. Yeah, see, I, I love hearing that stuff because we, we, as players, right, where we talk about our experiences, everyone wants to hear about how it was for us. But we, we know, right, the stadium was full of 75%. It's red. Yeah. And so we want to hear those stories, like just the commitment, the what fans go through, right, of, of delayed flights, yep. changed flights, uh, the hotel reservation getting screwed up, but still just charting forward to get to the game is, is honestly, it's why I, I still am I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I chose Wisconsin. My brother and his <laughs> friends took... The Greyhound bus. Oh, man. man. These stories are wild, man. man. It was 55 hours. What? To get to L.A. 
Oh my goodness! But it was the only the they were eighteen. They couldn't rent a car. You know, couldn't afford anything else. And in fifty-five hours, is that even healthy? Is that get like I don't think you know, so. blood clots or yeah. something? <laughs> sitting down that long? Could you imagine? That, yeah. But again, thank you for sharing that, man. Because I, I we always. We, 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 we hear whispers of stories, right? And, yeah. and we were always like, wow, there's 75% here in Southern Cal so yep. good. Uh, of Badger fans and, and just hearing the stories of, of just the commitment, what you go through just to get here. And, and that's why it always stings thinking back to the losses because we're like, my goodness, they, they spent their own hard-earned money to get here, to travel. They went through heaven and and, <laughs> and and hell to to get to this moment to watch us and we and we fell short but again thank you for that man hey don't don't i mean i know that the outcomes didn't come out the right way but you guys getting back to the rose bowl there was a lot of questions yeah, know, yeah. going through our minds of like where this wisconsin program was going then you know i mean like um, it had been since this. You know, I'm wearing a shirt. Yeah. I busted out the old shirt today. Nineteen ninety nine. I was born about three weeks before that Rose Bowl. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You witnessed it. You should remember. I sure did. You witnessed it. Oh yeah, I remember real well. Very vivid. <laughs> Better. Very vivid. Life. Just that cheese curd shoved in your mouth before you had. Teeth. Oh yeah, I mean, I, re- <laughs> I remember Tauchi out there the laying laying lead blocks, right? Like I remember, I was like four weeks old, telling my mom and pops, right? Look at look at. And um, so much had happened in between the spread offense had kicked in. Mm -hmm. Um, Where was Wisconsin going? Barry had retired. New guy coming in. Like, can they maintain the momentum? That 2008 season for folks who have been around long enough was, was horrible. It was a seven Is that the and Cal six, Poly? barely beat Cal Poly because yeah. mm-hmm. the kicker missed three extra points. Yep. Um, you know, just like you didn't know where Wisconsin football was headed. Right. And I know we have some uncertainty right now. Like, what's next? What's this next chapter? You guys brought it back. So, I mean... You know, obviously, I know you want one, probably two of those back. But <laughs> the TCU you one. You were there. The TCU one. Andy TCU. Dalton. The TCU one, man. Tank Cardell. Oh, my goodness. Take my firstborn to give me that one back. No, I'm not Unreal. Well, it's not the Rose Bowl today. It is the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl for the Badgers <laughs> today. But I want to recap. Uh, you know, we every time we do a show like this, we kind of talk about the transfer portal. Oh, and there was quite a few of them for oh, Wisconsin boy. this year. So we'll dive into those and uh, talk about the future as the whole shape of college football has changed a bit this year with the NIL coming into effect mm-hmm. with the transfer portal at an all-time high. So we'll talk about all that and more. That's next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. What you see we find a little warm sunshine and open umbrella on the patio. Back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day here on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison. I'm Alex Strofe hanging out alongside Adam Mertz and Marty Ball, Monte Ball. That might be the best story I've ever heard. Marty Ball. Uh, as Chip Kelly called Monte Ball Marty to his face when they played Oregon in the Rose Bowl back in early 2012. Um, hilarious. Just, just the best story. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, we're talking a little Rose Bowl, or excuse me, a little Las Vegas Bowl action as Wisconsin gets ready to play Arizona State uh, tonight, a 9.30 p.m. kickoff. But I do want to dive in to some of the transfer troubles that Wisconsin encountered this year. Um, as the NLI becomes, NIL becomes incorporated into college sports, I think we see a higher percentage of transfers. That could just be something I'm making up, Mercy, but uh, it feels that way at least this year. Well, I mean, you're talking about um, 
uh, one, and I'm going to mess up the kid's name, the one from the quarterback from Texas who went to Ohio State here for two and a half months. Is it Clint Ewers? I um, think so. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know, Mertz. Yeah, he, he was the number one recruit in the country, and he allegedly went there on a basically a $1 million right. payout, right. and now he's back at Texas. You know, that's that's just bizarre. It's bizarre. And and you're, I think you're going to see a lot of that, especially in the early years as this starts, before everything shakes out and reaches some type of equilibrium here. I think you're going to see uh, players, schools, um, boosters try to maximize this thing to their advantage. And it's going to have this Wild West feel to it. Oh, my goodness. I, I, how do you feel about it? The, which the portal? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Just, just the because I'm in favor of nil, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in favor oh, of yeah. it. But let, now let's mix that. I, I think nil alone is great, but now mixing it with this transfer portal, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on that, right? Because this is a this is a this is a beast right now. Uh, you know, the thing I've always been a proponent, you know, in some ways of the amateur rules. Yeah. Um, figure out ways to get kids more cash and everything like that. I get it, but. If you look historically at what happened in college football when it was just bag men running around handing out money, who do you think that benefits? That exactly. benefits the, the elite schools um, just the same way as the basically no limits on scholarships did. Hoard all the talent, pay them all the money, and then, um, no, let's see what happens on the football field. Let's see if we win every year. Of course you're going to. So yeah. I guess that's my concern out of yeah. this is it could throw everything out of whack. In some ways it democratizes it. You look at, like, uh, Jacksonville State. And, exactly. And, uh, you know, or Jackson State. Yep. Yeah, um, Deion Sanders yeah. pulling yeah. that uh, recruit. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, if you have a motivated program that's um, not well off as a school, but you got a booster who wants to throw some money on, that's great. I just feel like it, it really could get dirty and mm-hmm. ugly for a while. Um, but I do like the mobility of the transfer portal. Okay. I do like that for kids. If you're in a bad spot, if you're in a bad situation, if the coach leaves, whatever sure, else it is, sure. I feel like you get that one shot, great. Yeah. More than that, I'm not real happy about. Fair enough. Uh, here are the following transfers from the University of Wisconsin that occurred over the course of this season. As mentioned earlier, running back Jalen Berger heads to Michigan State University. Wide receiver Devin Chandler goes to the University of Virginia. Isaiah Green May headed to the Northern Illinois University. Offensive lineman Caden Lyles heads to Florida State. Uh, defensive backs Dante Burton and Darren Harrell are both undecided, as well as running backs Loyal Crawford and Antoine Roberts uh, undecided, uh, who uh, we heard quite a bit about early on in the season. But if you're paying attention, that's three running backs on that list that have left the University of Wisconsin. So you're down to uh, a couple of walk-ons. You've got Braylon Allen healthy and ready to go at it today. And then next year you'll have Chaz Malusi and Isaac Arendo back coming uh, back from season-ending injuries. So the running back room is still okay for next year, uh, but but that's, uh, if my math is correct here, nine transfers or eight transfers this year for the University of Wisconsin. That's not uh, very often you see that, especially during the season. You don't, and I, I almost I want to see what the statistics are like, right, for, for across the board uh, of how many players, what's, what's the percentage of players who left or transferred from their program this year. Um, obviously that data is out there. And I'm interested to see what that is because yeah. you can kind of get a feel for is this thing on fire uh, in a good way or a bad way or is it, is it too messy? Is it is it all the above? Uh, I think the great point about it is it's kind of just let it roll out right now and maybe iron out the kinks and then the wrinkles a couple years from now. But but for me, again, uh, I, I respect every player's decision who has transferred. Um, I, every, every case is not the same. Right. 
but being a little bit more old school, right? Hey, work and grind it out and, 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 and really put your head down and get to work on what you're complaining about and, and go out there and achieve that. But I do understand some circumstances, right, if the coach leaves or, or all that happens and you need to go somewhere else. But I think right now it's 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 a little messy. If, if you want my honest opinion on it, it's a little messy. The, I was just confirming my numbers on that. You were asking about numbers. I yeah. saw this in The Athletic the other day. I think it's a 1,300 right now. Players in college football are crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of players. More than fifteen thousand when you count all sports. That's a lot. There's there's a lot of movement going on here. I don't know how you track that. It's almost like this new element of recruiting. Uh, It's re-recruiting. It's that um, not burning bridges maybe in that initial Mm. recruiting process, uh, and and having you know someone call you, hey, I'm not feeling so great about (laughs) where I'm at. Uh, You still got space for me? That kind of thing. Yeah, right. I think uh, I think. Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. It's game day, Wisconsin. David Gilroy from the three. 9:30 p.m. I know Adam Mertz a huge fan of that, uh, as that's way past his bedtime. I'm Alex Strip alongside Adam Mertz and Monte Ball. We're brought to you in part by our friends at Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. And big just got even bigger with starting pay at Stoughton Trailers. Now $18 per hour and up with hundreds of immediate openings, especially in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities for open position, including assemblers, welders, painters, and more. Head on over to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers. Big opportunities. Guys, it's a staple of this show. It's called Good Call, Bad Call. I give you a prompt. You (laughs) tell me if it's a good call. You tell me if it's a bad call. Let's start with our buddy Leo Chanel. Death Row, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Skid Row. What does he put on his arm? Death, Death Row, right? <laughs> Death Row. I had it right the first time? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell was that? Bad call. <laughs> Bad call. Because that's it. I, I love it, right? We, we, we get the sheet, but I don't like reading it because I want I just want just to be raw reaction Ooh. to these good calls. And your Bad raw calls. reaction was what again? Bad call. Bad call. What was the noise before Bad Call? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> just because I love the question. I mean, because obviously none of us know, right? He has he has the opportunity of staying or leaving. I think bad call because I think he's going to pursue his opportunity of playing in the next level. Interesting, Mercy. Yes. Your thoughts are? I'm I'm worried about it. Yeah, yeah. I am. You know, here's a guy that was number one in the country at linebacker, according to Pro Football Focus, in yeah, terms yeah. of what he was able to produce out there. But he's still not showing up high on those projected drafts the thing that concerns me is him getting to that combine and showing off his physical skills and i think he's one of those guys that could really skyrocket and i I would not blame him at all for 
taking a bet on himself yeah. this offseason and, and making it happen, considering all the change that's going to happen on the defensive side of the ball next year as well. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the I'm gonna go on the side of wanting to see him yeah. back. <laughs> Wanting to see him back, so if it is that good call, that'd be a good, that'd be a good, that'd be a good call. Yeah, he's back in 2022. I'm gonna say it's good. He he still has some. Obviously, he's got some maturation. And the one thing that comes to mind to me too is um, covering UW men's hockey so long ago when they'd have guys that would get drafted while they're still in college. Mm, And Jeff Sauer's point to them, the coach at the time, legendary coach, was always like, "Yeah, man, you can you can go pro, but." What's your leverage mm. if you're coming in as a guy who's a seventh-round draft choice? Right. That's a good point. What's your leverage? Yeah. You know, th- those guys on top of you are going to get every opportunity before you do. You know how this works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're a first, second, third-round draft choice, you're going to get the money. You're going to get the reps. You're going to get two, three, four chances where you might get one shot as a seventh-rounder. So I guess I, that's True. the one caution I'd have is tell him, man, do your homework and make sure that you can vault up the way you think you yeah. can. I don't. I don't think he'll be a first or second round pick. Um, he's not projected to be at least right now. If he has a monster game tonight on a national stage, maybe that stock goes up as Monte talked about earlier, right? I mean, these bowl games are good for getting that yes. extra tape and trying to bump up your draft stock. But I think it's a good call, um, as I do believe he will be back in 2022. For the record, I don't write these. I just read them. So <laughs> that's why I'm playing along. Uh, let's move on to the next Very one. Very well done, though. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right, Hunter. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you to Hunter Vaughn, our producer. Uh, now, uh, now that a power, non-Power 5 school excuse me, has made the college football playoff, good call, bad call, Cincinnati needs to at least cover the spread. They are 13.5-point underdogs to prove that they belong. They play Alabama, by the way. Ooh. So this is, the way this is worded is interesting. Prove they belong. This is not prove group of five belongs. This is Cincinnati to prove let's, that they belong. Let's change it. Let's change it to group of five. To okay. prove that the, the group of five belong in, in the CFP, if, if necessary, like Cincinnati this year. If, so it, like when you're wording it specifically, I would say that, yes, Cincinnati has to prove that this year's team belonged in there over some other uh, teams that were out there in, in the yeah, running for yeah. major conferences. Yeah. Um, overall, no. I mean, it, it, and if you do, the, then you're not really looking at what's happened throughout this playoff history of a Michigan State getting thumped, of Notre Dame getting thumped every yeah. year, of Oklahoma getting thumped. No one, I guess people question Notre Dame, but you don't really hear that as much about the other league. So I think that that would be very short-sighted to just yep. pick on Cincinnati against an Alabama team that all of a sudden is rolling. Really I, are. I, I, so, so what is that? What is that? Good call back. What, what, what is that? I don't know where we got. You know, yeah, I always yeah, yeah, screw yeah, yeah. the segment that? up because <laughs> there's too many words going on. Good call, bad call. I think uh, Cincinnati t- needs to cover. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati needs to cover. Good call if they, to show they belong. Ooh. Um, group of five. I, I think it, group of five belongs. Yeah, right. I, 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 I kinda, I'm kind of leaning with Mercy on that, right? You were more bad call, right? Uh, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, and, I, and I kind of agree because, unfortunately, yeah, there is more pressure on Cincy than any other team right now um, in the playoff structure just because, obviously, we know where they're at, what they've done, where they're not at, as in the Power 5 school uh, system. So uh, I think it would be short-sighted as well because we have other teams who dominate the season that get blown out in the college football playoff system. So I think if they do get blown out against a dominant Alabama team who has caught their stride, I don't think you should really knock them that much um, for this because, again, they're going against the Alabama Roll Tide. 
yep. who is rolling right now. I'm picturing like that scene in Hoosiers in the locker room before the championship game where he's like, let's do this for all the little schools. <laughs> exactly. Um, I can see that going on. I, mean, I hope they're not looking at it like that. This is really about Cincinnati. Yeah, and about whether this program deserves to be here this year, and are they are they capable of competing on the national now, stage? Now, now, let me ask you this, Mercy, because I, I think no matter what Cincinnati does or does not do against Alabama, markets. I Great mean, point. Uh, uh, you know, who's going to bring in the most viewers? Uh, which schools? Which schools have the history to bring in those fans to a game? All of the above, obviously. right? So Notre Dame over Cincinnati makes sense in that case, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to say, yeah, uh, but no. Um, I, I think again, and I'm just going to be short here. I think, unfortunately, yeah, since he has the pressure on their backs right now, um, which is an unfortunate thing, um, and they will fall short. But I just hope that their their programs not hit too heavily uh, to where they're essentially banned from in, in, in the playoff system moving forward, even if they win out the following year. Um, because we have teams who have dominated, who get blown out in the, in the system, the playoff structure system. So I think that right now they deserve to be there. The eyes are on them. Just don't get blown out. Just don't get blown out. Yeah, it, you know, I think the one thing that I'd say about it, too, is that the, the rest of the, um, college football made it easier on the selection committee That's this so year. That's so true. Yeah. By the so way, the true. thing shook out. Uh, in the conference championship season, yeah. uh, toward the end of the season, you know, the, like Oregon faltered, Oregon faltered, um, you know, Oklahoma State faltered. There wasn't there wasn't someone out there that, like they deserve to be in over right. you. Absolutely. If Alabama, true. you know, would have uh, lost, that's that's the scenario that I've been kind of curious about. If Alabama would have lost to Georgia in a really tight game, yeah, yeah, that, you mm. know, is is Alabama getting over Cincinnati? I find it hard to believe that they aren't, but I tend to agree. Tend to agree. Uh, Alabama's always going to make it. Yeah. I mean, it's a joke we make every year, but it's it's real. I mean, unless they do what Clemson did this year and falter right. early, clearly not a top 25 team early, yeah. and, I mean, there's no chance of getting back then. So similar to what we saw with Wisconsin, right? I mean, we were hoping they could beat Minnesota, get to the Big Ten Championship game, pull an upset. They weren't getting into the college football no. playoff with three losses. So True. Um, very interesting. Let's move on to the – Final good call, bad call, uh, courtesy of our buddy Hunter Vaughn, who writes these for us, our, our producer here on Wisconsin College Game Day. This one's fun. I think it might be a directed shot at Jim Rutledge, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jim Rutledge. Uh, good call, bad call. Anyone who dislikes the non-New Year's Six Bowl games is a party pooper and hates happiness. <laughs> good call. Good call. Good call. I'm jumping out the gate on that one because uh, just from everything we stated, it, it's, it's, you get the opportunity to play again no matter what it is. I'm, I'm rooting for my Badgers. I'm excited. I'm thrilled. Even if it's a 9.30 p.m. kickoff, I'm going to be awake and watching it. And so uh, I'm, I'm quick on that one. Good call. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm biased. I'll turn yeah. on, you know, the Tuesday night game and, oh, yeah. you know, watch exactly. Eastern Washington against someone if, if there's college football on. So uh, I get it that way. But I think that, you know, this year makes it it's tough to make a good argument because I feel like there's been no juice right. this bowl season and there's been no games that I've been like, wow, that was, a, that was a crazy game. Did you see that finish? Did you see that comeback? Just nothing has been very riveting to me, so I don't want to make the case just on this year. But, I, I mean, some of the moments that stand out at you, think about, like, uh, Jadavian Clowney blowing Michigan dude's helmet yeah, off. Yeah, That happened in a quote-unquote game. Cops. You know, that's one of these things that you're like, oh, I remember that. That was fantastic. Well, speaking of South Carolina, uh, <laughs> they were 
13 and a half point underdogs, the North Carolina. They're up 18 to 0 at the end of the first Woo. quarter. So there you go. There you go. Jadavion Clowney, pretty happy right now, I would imagine. <laughs> Celebrating from the alma mater. Exactly. There you go. He's Adam Mertz. He's Monte Marty Ball. I'm Alex Strove <laughs> hanging out at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton. We're getting ready for the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl as Wisconsin gets ready to take on Arizona State. Each of those teams, 8 and 4 on the season, looking for their ninth and final win later tonight. Still to come this hour, we're going to pick the game. We're going to hear a poem from Edgar Allan Stroh. Hey, there you go. (laughs) And uh, we'll give out some team awards. Who's our player of the year this year for the Wisconsin Badgers? That's all still ahead as we continue to roll on. It's ESPN Wisconsin College game to hear on ESPN Wisconsin. Back to ESPN Wisconsin College game to hanging out at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton, getting ready for the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl as Wisconsin takes on Arizona State. A 9:30 p.m. kickoff tonight, way past his bedtime. He's Adam Ertz. I'm Alex Strope alongside former Wisconsin running back Marty Ball as uh, we get ready for this one tonight. The last meeting between Arizona State and Wisconsin happened back on September 14th of 2013. And you may must remember it for the Joel Stavi knee as Monte was reminiscing, or should I say Marty was reminiscing, <laughs> uh, as he was in a hotel room. You were playing for Denver Broncos yeah. at the time. Uh, Arizona State won that one 32-30. to 30. So you remember where you were for that moment I and, and what went through your mind. I remember. I don't remember what city, right? I can obviously look right now. I think that matches up with our second game of the year. So we played the Ravens game one. And what uh, second game of the season was that game, right? And uh, what city was I in? You just typed in it right now. What city was I in? New York City. Yeah, there we New go. New York Giants. There you go. Yeah, we right. were, I guess you were probably in New Jersey, right? That's right, yeah, because then we played back in the stadium at the end of the year. Um, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I remember that game. <clears throat> I remember, uh, obviously, rushing to get through, done with the last-minute meetings that we had before the game. and Roll on. Oh, there goes Marty's chairs, Monte Ball. Just dropped a stool in the middle of the uh, middle of Paul's neighborhood bar. You all right, buddy? Just Everything fumbling, okay? man. Just just fumbling. Now I'm fumbling bar stools. I mean, it's <laughs> all 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 is well, man. All is well. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm ready to run through that wall right now. Yeah, I am too. I am too. As we continue to get ready for the Las Vegas Bowl. Now, what were you saying before the break? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, just touching on obviously the last uh, matchup yeah. against uh, the Sun Devils and the Badgers, and and I was just frustrated. Just with many things, as everybody else was, about how that game ended, right? The refs taking forever to get the ball set, then they move the chains or what have you, and then obviously the clock management from our offense, all of the above. It was just a messy situation where we had the opportunity of winning. And, and, and obviously that game is being watched. Both teams watched it. Both teams checked it out, and, and, and just hopefully we've learned from that. That was uh, my uh, my old pal Jim Pulzine from the State Journal brushed that one off this week and talked about it a little bit. and. Um, reminded me that the Pac-12 actually came out after the fact. These are always the worst to hear as fans, a statement mm. from the league saying, yeah, our, our officials screwed up, but you still lost. That- um, but he, he reminded me in that story about um, that because it looked like a loose ball and there was that skirmish going on, that yeah. the Arizona State guy fell on the ball and, and was just holding it there. That's a delay and, again. And the, and the officials did not stop the clock and just say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. They just let things run. That's like what, unsportsmanlike conduct, delay a game or yeah. something like that? Yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. You can't do that. And if nothing else, if there's confusion, you just stop the clock. You stop the clock. Stop the clock. No doubt. Oh, boy. Just a messy ending, but, but again, that was then. It's not now. I, I just, 
I just know, obviously, they're watching that film, understanding what led to that unfortunate moment, and we just got to have better clock management. Sure do. Sure do. Well, hopefully, uh, what, almost, uh, well, over eight years later, oh, wow. they, can, they can fix that now? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can't, you can't be Yeah, it's been over eight years. It was 2013. It's, it's the end of 2021. Because we played Arizona State my junior year, I believe, 2011. Home uh, game? Home game, yeah. I yeah. Remember, uh, 2010. 2010. I remember Omar Bolden. Their kick returner. He had a nice. He had a nice kickoff return yeah. for a touchdown. That that got that was the playmaker on that team. But man, my goodness, we haven't played him in eight years since since thirteen. Well, like it often is, Monte. The only time Wisconsin has ever beat Arizona State was when you were on the team. <laughs> uh, they are they are one in three against the Sun Devils in uh, the program's histories and four matchup. The fifth matchup tonight, the Las Vegas Bowl out in Las Vegas. SRS distribution. We figured out what that was earlier today. It's a roofing company, um, <laughs> Las Vegas Bowl. And uh, so is it, what did we decide on, poker chips or roofing tiles? What will get dumped on Paul Christ after the Badgers win tonight? Uh, it better be poker chips. Fake, of course, but that just... Why fake? <laughs> go big or go home, dude. He doesn't need any more money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you got to go with the poker chips, right? Mertz, you think, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that'd be kind of embarrassing. Hey, if you, like, skip the post-game handshake with Herm to just get down and pick <laughs> up right. on the ground. Yeah. It's like one of those fan contests, uh, grabbing money. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> so true. Viva Las Vegas, baby. Uh, we've got some awards to give away. Let's do this a little rapid fire here. We're going right. to give away our Offensive Player of the Year and our Defensive Player of the Year. Maybe, uh... Maybe uh, we'll give out a most improved player of the year. See, I like that one because we're all going to have the same people. Right. I mean, offensively, let's do it together. One, two, three. Braille Braille and Allen. Allen. Come on. Defensively, one, two, three. Leo Leo Chanel. I was going to say Jack Sanborn. See, that's a good pick, too. Uh, and only because he does a lot of the quiet work and, and frees things up. I just think that he's been such a leader on defense. But I, that's the other obvious choice. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of the you know the LeBron James Michael Jordan argument. If you if you choose LeBron, I respect it. If you choose Michael Jordan, I respect it. Leo Chanel and Sanborn, right? Yeah, just yeah. dominant on that side of the football. So let's move on to the interesting one then. Most improved players. I'll let or player rather singular. I'll let you think about that. Mull mm. over it for a second. So you can't choose Braille and. Here's the deal. I'm not saying he played phenomenal. I'm not saying he's played great. I think there's still a lot of gas in that tank, and hopefully he finds it. But when you talk about game management and, and, and just minimizing the mistakes sure. as, as, as much as possible, and I think he's done a great job of that, right? Instead of the three or four picks or the fumble or the quarterback exchange fumbles, all of that, right? Just managing that aspect of the game to where now you're only turning it over once a game, maybe twice, I think that is quite the improvement from him, um, which obviously has helped this team to get to where they are now. What about you, Mercy? I, I, I don't know. I, I actually, I want to talk about that pick before we get to yours. Because okay, I, go for it. Do, do you really view what Graham Mertz did this year as improvement from a year ago? Um, obviously, we can exclude that first Illinois game. Yes. but No, I mean, I, 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 I feel like there was improvement. Okay. I feel like there was improvement. Where my expectation level is, is he has not gotten close to that yet uh, in terms of what I wanted to see out of him. You were joking around before about my hideous potential 12-0 uh, possibility, and a lot of that was predicated on 
him coming out and, and showing that he had made the most out of this offseason, sure. developing real chemistry with those receivers, understanding the offense better, yeah. feeling more comfortable back there. And um, I think that he got I, – I, he came out in that Penn State game, and there was there's some good things that happened, but those exchanges, the botched exchanges, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, man – Where's your head at? Are you paying attention to detail in the way that I expect a quarterback, especially someone of your skill level, to do and to put these pieces together? So I guess um, I, I'm not – I would agree. I think that he has gotten a lot more consistent in his play. It's hard for me to think of – be satisfied with it. And I think that's where right. I struggle with the um, giving him an award for it. It's like like harm reduction, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it's just minimizing the mistakes better. as much yep. as possible. Yep. and. You know, there's probably obviously another player out there that, that my, my, my mind is not grabbing right now, but I think just, yeah, with Mertz, i got to agree with you on that, right? It, it's it's having your back against the wall like he did. I mean, like I said, every media outlet yeah. was against oh, him, yeah. uh, questioning his talents, his abilities, fans, all of the above, and just to still find a way to improve in some area, I think, it, it, you know, warrants this award going to him. You know, and, and I think... I will say, too, that my mind is clouded somewhat from that Minnesota game um, where it felt like he regressed back to his bad, uh, you know, footwork and, yeah. and bad mechanics. Yeah. And you're like, what? I thought you were over this kind of thing. So I think that's sticking in my head a little bit, too, to be honest. That's why I understand. I may be contradicting myself a little, but I just, I just, yeah. Mertz, I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it yeah. to him. I'm going to give it to him. I think it's a fair pick. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think you're getting kind of, I was getting down on like obscure positions when I was sort of. Well, I was thinking like Scott Nelson. <sighs> yeah, he had a couple I, rough games. Me. I think his performance. Yeah, I know. He I does. think he it declined lost. as the as the season went on. Uh, he <laughs> That's was some crucial mistakes. Yeah, he was squatting a lot back there, and, and uh, not 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 putting all the blame Nick on Nick Herbig. Absolutely not. So, so my guy would have been um, Colin Wilder. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that he, yeah, I think that he brought a different level of energy and um, competitiveness in the secondary yeah. than um, he had shown previously. And I also think they needed someone like that. It, there's a lot of guys like Sanborn's quiet, Chanel's quiet. Right. You know, you never hear Keanu Benton popping off about stuff. Those are the guys who have the talent who could be kind of this vocal Chris Orr type. And I think Wisconsin needs a player like that. And Colin was a guy like, all right, that's me. I'm going to come up with the Grit Factory hat. I'm going to oh, be, yeah. you know, calling out guys for bad performances. I think you need that. So I liked the leadership on top of what I saw on the field. I like that. It's a great pick. Yeah, like I said, I'd go with Nick Herbig, uh, that third linebacker yep. with, uh, with Sanborn and Chanel, who was just great this year as well. Uh, he was great last year, too. But, I mean, his first year playing in front of fans, like I thought he handled everything really well. But, I uh, really like the Colin Wilder pick, who mm-hmm. uh, will be out today for the Badgers, not playing uh, out with an injury um, for, for Bucky. So that's unfortunate. How crazy is that, too? Because I remember we sat there and we were watching it, and we're like, it got into that old dispute about, is that targeting, is it not, right. yeah. that Minnesota hit? And it turns out that he got injured on that play. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to revise how I felt about that when I watched it in yeah. real time. I watched the, the play again this morning. I'm like, I, I still dispute that he came in with his helmet or anything right. like that. That's an old school, hard football hit. Yeah, that they're trying to legislate out because of right. the potential for injury, and it happened to him. No, no doubt. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm always on the fence with with that. I think, uh, and I agree with you. Was what I'm saying is, I he didn't he wasn't going in no malicious intent, right? Um, just a hard nosed, quick react 
get the ball, get the ball carrier down. So my question is, is my goodness, the direction that the game is going, I understand, right, to protect the safety of the tackler and the ball carrier. I get it. Um, this is actually a great example that the tackler can get injured, uh, injure themselves. But my thing is, how do we expect for these defensive players that, you know, they've been reviewing tape and that one play, they've been reviewing it for so long and it happens and they react and, and just to tell them to slow down seems to go completely against what you're teaching, kind of the foundation of yeah. defensive players. Yep. Well, and, we, and we've talked before, too, about how they're, they're, that's kind of a, a penalty, not in the throwing a flag yeah, right. kind of way, on a quarterback for setting up a guy to get blasted. You know, like if there's no um, downside to that, then you're just going to throw over the middle all the time. If, if guys have to run up, stop, and you exactly. know, stop, drop, and roll with a guy <laughs> rather than popping him. No Bra- Brady made a good point about that when Brady spoke about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's put, put more of the pressure on the court. Window into the opponent, the Arizona State Sun Devils. We'll do it next at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Welcome back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Alex Strope alongside Adam Mertz, Marty Monteball. <laughs> Marty, Marty Ball, as Chip Kelly called him 10 years ago before the Rose Bowl meeting between Wisconsin and Oregon, back when Chip Kelly was the head coach of the Ducks, called Monteball Marty Ball, which I think I'll call him for the rest of his life. So thank you for that, Chip Kelly. It is time now for the Pella window into the opponent. As uh, we take a look, a deeper look, I should say, at the Arizona State Sun Devils, led by head coach Herm Edwards. But first, I want to tell you about our great friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. With Santa hitting the snooze button, what's there to do these days? Other than think up New Year's resolutions, you can actually keep. And wouldn't a beautiful, more energy-efficient home be a great resolution? Because that's what Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin has. Think about it for a second. Sure, you could wait until spring when everybody and their brothers decide to make the move. But why be at the end of the line when you can order now and get no interest for five years plus no payments for five months at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin? Doing the math, that means your first payment won't be all the way until June of 2022. And even better, Pella Wisconsin installs year-round. So order now and your home could be all set to keep its cool next summer and help save on your A.C. cooling bills. So make that resolution today. Stop by the Brookfield or Madison Pella Experience Center or set your free in-home consultation now by December 31st at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. The Pella window, the opponent, well, uh, the first things first is everybody and their brother are opting out of Arizona State for this bowl game, it it seems. Uh, Their 1,000-yard rusher, Rashad White, opt out of this game. Top two cornerbacks, Chase Lucas and Jack Jones, opted out of this game. Their best linebacker, Darian Butler, opted out of this game. So the Wisconsin offense, uh, not dealing with their top dogs by any means. Offensively for Arizona State, Jaden Daniels, the quarterback, Dual threat guy, over 650 yards rushing, over 2,200 yards passing, and 16 total touchdowns for him. But everybody else hopped it out of this game. So that's really the one big name to know for Arizona State's offense is Jaden Daniels, the quarterback. Mertzi, I know you've been digging into the film, haven't you? You always do. What, what, what have you seen from Arizona State? What can we expect tonight for, for Bucky? Well, and, you know, one other name I can't remember on that long list of roll calls where yep. he worked him in there was the number two tailback, also entered the portal. He did. And he's headed to uh, Ohio State mm. to switch to the defensive side of the ball. 
Um, and, you know, just looking at the stats on this, you think, wow, you know, Arizona State's in a tough spot. They run the ball more than 60% of the time. Rashad White was a guy who was basically half their offense he produced down the stretch. Um, but it, it, the flip side is that Jaden Daniels, can he's, he's a dual threat. He can run the ball. He's not an overly accurate passer, but that's the kind of quarterback that has caused some trouble mm-hmm. for the Badgers. I know that uh, the defensive players were throwing out the names like Adrian uh, Martinez from Nebraska, Nebraska. who um, has caused nightmares for the last three years. Now he's out of Nebraska's program, but um, they throw out Justin Fields, too. I'm like, okay, now you're getting into, like, <laughs> Lou Holtz. Uh, we're playing, you know, the 85 Bears territory here. He's not Justin Fields. But but I think that he does have a chance to pose some trouble with his feet yeah. for the Badgers. But uh, I really I really think this is a chance for this Badgers defense to shine one more time. Always. Always. Another opportunity for them. But, yeah, we, 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 we cannot ignore the fact that Daniels can move the football with his feet. And that does present problems. Getting outside of the, of the, uh, <clears throat> the pocket extending the plays, extending the amount of time, the, the time that the DB's got to cover receivers, uh, that obviously presented a problem to us when we played Nebraska. And so we got to mention that, but I feel like I, f- I feel like Jimmy Leonard's got that under in the wraps, QB contain, right? Just try to just try to beat us in the air if you can, um, which I don't think they should have that much of a problem. I really don't, especially with their guy White being being out being gone i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna dominate the line of scrimmage it's just not gonna happen yep yep and i saw that they have some weakness at um right tackle position too yep. which should open up uh your boy nick herbig to do a little sure damage should. there sure should um, i like that <laughs> and, you know and, and a stat too on the way that uh, the quarterback daniels has been playing and he had i think it was two games that were under 100 yards passing in in the last three so further further proof that this is not a guy who can wing it and, and cause you a lot of damage exactly. that way the one thing the one stat that i really paid attention to fellas and please correct me if i'm wrong but i think one of if not the best running back in in, in all of ncaa at the moment we're we're gonna be just fine you know, in that aspect of the game monte if uh if braylon allen finds a way to go for 129 yards in one drive i'll buy coors lights for everybody in paul's neighborhood bar tonight <laughs> i'll buy i'll buy a random coors light for everybody saying, if that happens we're gonna need a few penalties of course but uh my exaggeration, of course, got the best of me, as always. As always. But, but again, giving up 129 rush yards uh, per game and you're going against a team that knows how to run the football, that's going to be exploited. We're going to utilize that to the best of our abilities, and, and I feel like Braylon's going to finish his game out with 200-plus. With there you go. That is our Pella window into the opponent. Still to come, Edgar Allen Strofe and our <laughs> game picks. That's next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Uh, hey baby, won't you look my way? I can be your new addiction. Hey baby, what you gotta say? All you're giving me is fiction. I'm a sorry sucker, and this happens all the ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day here on ESPN Wisconsin. Alex Strope, Adam Mertz, Monte Ball hanging out with you, getting ready for the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl tonight at 9.30 p.m. kickoff. 
between Wisconsin and Arizona State. We are brewed by Coors Light. The Coors Lights are flowing here at Paul's Neighborhood Bar in Middleton. Coors Light, the only beer that tells you when it's cold enough to enjoy because it's chilled to perfection. That's why Coors Light is the beer I choose when I need a moment of chill. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to enjoy. All right, fellas, we've got just a couple of minutes left in this edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. And I think it is time for what I like to assume is the long-awaited, highly anticipated debut of Edgar Allan Strofe. <laughs> so, I wrote a poem, and we're going to be making our game picks as well. So, here is my attempt at writing a poem for the final Wisconsin game of the year. No pressure. <clears throat> there we go. Roses are red. Violets are blue. What are Herm's players going to do? <laughs> Nobody's home for the Sun Devils. A big shout-out to Daryl Bevel, Oops. head coach of the Jacksonville Jags. The Vegas Bowl doesn't start for days. The colors are cardinal and white. The Wisconsin Badgers are always right. 17-year-old will roll for Bucky. Does Braylon still use his rubber duckies? <laughs> Here we are again. Season's coming to an end. Badgers win 23 to 10. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love how you got that, your score prediction in there. And then, okay. Okay. Well, how'd I do? That's pretty good, man. That was great. That was great. I think open mic is up for you next. All right. I will take Take you up on that. Will you come with me? Absolutely. Awesome. I look forward to it. You can. It's impressive. I liked it. How many many lines was that? Uh, 16 of them. Is that a haiku or is that eight or. Is that, I'm just going to keep Art throwing that out there. Our IQ is 575. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep throwing it yeah. out there. I know so nothing guys. about poetry. No, I think I know it, what I'm though. talking about. You nailed that. Thank you, Mercy. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, Mercy, why don't, why don't you follow me up here? What do you got for a score prediction? What are you looking <laughs> for today in the Las Vegas <laughs> I don't Bowl? have a poem ready. I don't know. That's okay. Ready. That's okay. Not required. Um, <laughs> as Arizona State, Wisconsin go head-to-head. A fifth fifth matchup all time between these two teams. Arizona State leads the series 3-1 to one currently. Who do you I, got winning tonight? I think, um, I think this is going to be a good... A good solid program win. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminds me a little bit of like the uh, the Holiday Bowl a few years back when Paul Chris rolled out his sweet sweatshirt um, <laughs> that he got off the rack at Shopko. Um, you know the Badgers just play well in bowl games. I think it's just because these guys are motivated. Everyone talks about bowl season, about which team is more motivated yeah. in a game that really doesn't have any consequences down the line. And uh, five and one right now, all time under Paul Chris and Bulls. I'm expecting six and one. I think this could be a little bit of a challenge early on. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say twenty seven to nine. Mm. Interesting mm. score. Mm. I don't see touchdowns. Mm. I don't see touchdowns for Arizona State. What about Wisconsin? Are they just gonna kick what is that, nine field goals? Twenty seven? That's not that weird. <laughs> That's just two. <laughs> That's true. Or nine. Or nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could. I love math. As we, That's pretty good. as we established earlier, right? Uh, right. This, this show, we're all very good at it. All um, right, Monte, Marty, what do you got? Yeah, um, I think, I, I think it's going to be closer than what we expect. Um, I, I, I really do. I do believe the Badgers are going to come out on top. And just like what Mercy stated, I've been, I've been ringing this bell all, all show. Where this is, this is great for the program for recruiting. Another opportunity to showcase your talents in a different conference, different fans, different market, all of the above. It, it's always a win. 
to get this opportunity. But I do believe that it's going to be closer, right? i got to give Herm Edwards, even though a lot of his players, his, his playmakers um, opted out, he, he still has something up his sleeve. And when you're playing Pac-12 team, right, you got some speed over there. Special teams is where they can possibly get us. Um, I'm going to go... Fellas, I'm gonna go 24-20. Ooh, 24-20, Bucky. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than we expect. 24-20. Um, I still believe Braylon's gonna get his 200 plus, but I kind of feel like it's 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 gonna be a closer game than we expect. Um, I, I I do. And even though I know I said that the defense may not have too many problems with that offense, I don't know. I'm kind of changing my mind here, doing a little bit more looking, and and I, I kind of feel like it's gonna be a nail biter. I do believe it's going to be a nail-biter. Interesting. We all pick Bucky to roll today. But Monte, Marty, thinks it's going to be close. I can't stop. I can't stop calling you Marty. Because it's just, you know, you don't, you don't, it's been eight years since we've played them. So, again, you can watch that tape. But, again, that, that's, that's two recruiting classes that's, yeah. that's, uh, that has gone through both programs um, since then. And, and so different possible scheme that they're running. Not a lot of research. I just think it's going to be, it's going to be a nail-biter. Yeah, I, do. I, I do. mean the defense hasn't played too well the last couple of games. Exactly. So they, they they have to. This is their chance to regroup. Yeah, I mean the thing with bowl season, and we've seen it plenty. I mean it's just expect the unexpected with yep, bowl season. You have is. a month to prepare just about. I mean, yeah, got plenty of time. I mean, Monte, we talked during the season. You know, they had that bye week after Eastern Michigan, and we were harping. You know, two weeks is a lot of time to prepare for a team like Notre Dame, and uh, a month is a lot of time to lot prepare of time. for Herm Edwards and Arizona State, but. That goes both ways. I mean, Arizona State had plenty of time to prep for Wisconsin. However, they're obviously a little bit shorthanded uh, due to opt-outs and the transfer portal and all the in-betweens that have gone on with that program the last few weeks. So something to keep yeah. an eye on, but we all on the, uh, are on the same page. Wisconsin wins, but you think it's going to be a real close one despite all that. I do. I think uh, what makes me nervous is special teams. Right. I think our defense will be okay, but they, they may feel possession, right? Uh, our uh, positioning, excuse me. I, I really believe they might get us in special teams. I do. Um, but I still see Bucky getting on top, but I think that's going to be the reason why it's going to be closer than, than expected. So no cover. No cover. For no, Montana. no cover. Jesse Nelson texts in on the um, talking text line, 844-777-3776. Badgers win. Fans cheer in Sock and Stalis. And fans who traveled... Hit up Caesar's Palace. There you go. <laughs> That's fantastic. I want to tell you again about our friends at Stoughton Trailers. There's big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. And there's open positions in their Evansville, Broadhead, and Stoughton locations for assemblers, welders, painters, and more. Starting wages at $18 per hour and up. You can head over to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com for current opportunities, and open positions. Sure, real quick, i got a question for you. Yes, Does sir. Caesar really live there? Uh, yeah, he's there. <laughs> Memorialized. He's in a tomb. <laughs> he's in a tomb. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, um, hey, hope the fans have fun there. Uh, hopefully Bucky comes out with the win. And, you, you, uh, you hopping on a jet after this, heading over? No, it would be nice, man. I, I, I wish I got the phone call. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I think, there's a, I think there's a little uh, tension between you and Garrett Groshek, huh? No, absolutely I'm not. I uh, love the guy, and he's going to do a phenomenal job. I, I truly mean that. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an exciting opportunity for him. I mean, he signed with the Minnesota Vikings practice squad a month ago. Now yeah. has this opportunity with Wisconsin out in Vegas. So exciting times for him to to figure out what uh, what route. 
he wants to go. But a big thanks to everybody at Paul's Neighborhood Bar letting us come in, crash the party, and uh, and have some fun. A big thanks to Monte Ball and Adam Mertz, as always, fellas. Been a pleasure all season long working with the both of you. Uh, and we all think the Badgers roll today. It is the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl out in Las Vegas, Nevada. Kickoff at 9.30 p.m. between Arizona State and Wisconsin. That'll do it for us. It's been ESPN Wisconsin College Game to here on ESPN Wisconsin.